Inking, writing, laughing, crying, sketching, drawing, then more crying, trying, crying, feeling it out. So unfair. We both got frustrated by shows that started off like this, and then it's like, all right, guys, my movie's out. Fuck yeah. yeah I'm all happy. right, guys, I got the largest an- uh, animation order in history. So I guess I'm going to stop doing this podcast, Dan Harmon. Yeah. 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 I call it to Dan Harmon. I know you got your shit going on, but bro. So. This Welcome is, to Feeling It Out with Kyle and Connor. I'm Kyle. I'm Connor. I am a uh, writer, producer, uh, podcaster with an, uh, generalized anxiety disorder and depression. And I am a uh, comic book artist and a, I, and a writer. You know what? Fuck it, because I do. And I a storyboarder. Have, yeah. Illustrator. And, and I, I am depressed and I have ADHD and or ADD or whatever the fuck, and it's awesome I would <laughs> yeah. never they also tie together guys i would suggest it no other way have them trigger each other is awesome what up depression fam yeah shout out to my adh dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. listen up here players and playettes you know exactly what i'm talking about because um we released a comic a couple episodes out we were talking about it. it's been out for a while now mm-hmm. and the second one is slated to come out at the beginning of april don't tell anybody because Connor is feeling really stressed about it. Yeah. But it is going to happen or I will die trying. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we're meeting about it soon. Yeah. That being, yeah, well, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. we met about it last week. But right? we're meeting about it again yeah. tomorrow. That being said, guys, guess what? I'm more depressed now that it's out. I, I was insecure about my art before, but wow, guys, you, I was bracing myself for the feeling of like, oh, that's right, you can't draw. And having people not like it or having people say weird things that I'd look into way too much. Guess what, guys? No amount of preparation got me ready for this because I am on a whole nother level. I'm drawing stuff and I'm like, good job. It looks like shit, the best you can do. Mm. And like, that's my line now. There's a plus side. It is making me want to draw harder than I have ever drawn before. Okay. Because now I go, oh, no, next time you'll feel good about your art. And a lot of the things I do in my life are because of spite, and that's okay. And this is one of those moments where, in spite to myself, I am going to push myself. I've found ways to literally train at drawing. I have digital painting exercises. I'm bring my sketchbook almost everywhere except for here today. And like, just, I try to have it on hand. So every day I'm drawing something. Wow. And I that still sounds hard. hate everything. I, it's at the point now where I'm just like, yay. I, I send a PDF to Amazon. Like that's, that's what I did. I didn't make the book. The book is just a nightmare. I just uploaded a PDF and someone said, Yep, it's in it's in the dimension lines. You're good to go. That's my approval. And woo! And now suddenly it's all over Instagram. And that's cool. My compartmentalizations let me realize that that's really fucking cool. And past that compartmentalization in the ether, I'm really happy and excited. However, that has to get through the the excitement, which then has to get through the stress which then gets through my insecurities, which then has my depression, There's which then has my ADD. Yeah, so I'm at the point now where, like, I mean, I, I'm, I am forcing myself to draw. 
it is not fun right now. It's something that I have to do. And for anyone out there who experiences this, understand that like, I, I will always feel this. I know it will be easier sometimes, it'll be harder other times, but I am literally just forcing myself to work. And again, out of spite, I am not not stopping, but wow, if I just thought like, man, or I could just stop everything and go back to playing video games, but I, I fucking, I can't, I can't because 20 plus years need to get hit in the face by this happening. The one thing I got to do, Kyle, I, that's we awesome. got to just get the fucking Spellslinger out. And after that, if I give up, I won't because I'll be too obsessed still. Anyway, but sorry. It, it is. It's so easy. It's right there. It's hard to not want to give up. And like, I, I was going to say... I was going to say, but Connor, you have a book out that will forever demonstrate your starting art skill. The next book and all subsequent books will be objectively better. And I didn't say that because it's like, that doesn't matter. And I know it doesn't matter. Which I appreciate the sentiment, though. Because I have a podcast. I have my podcast, The Gory Days, that is like, I think, one episode away from 50. Oh. And I think I want to quit. No. And 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 I don't know why I'm doing it anymore. And it's like, and I wonder if people feel this because it's not like I have a ton of examples of things that I started. No one asked me to do. I started it. I kept doing it. And it is at a level that I'm proud of. I've never, I don't really have a lot of those. And with, the gory days, I don't know. There's something that's happened lately where it's like, yeah, I've, I've been doing it and it's going well. And it's, it, I'm, it sounds like what you're experiencing where it's like, yeah, the book came out and obviously like we need to put out the next few issues. And no matter what I do and how good I feel and how many texts I get or posts or whatever, there's always going to be this fucking like little noid that's reminding you just quit. Yeah. Just quit. Quit it all. Go to go lay in bed. Just quit. Yeah. There's And I'm so happy that you have even spiteful whatever that you have something that's telling you like no. No, I have to do this. Cuz cuz I guess I I do that for so many things. And I wish I didn't. I wish I did things because I wanted to or because I knew they were good for me instead of instead of spiting some like faceless Invisible bad guy. Enemy? Yeah. yeah. I wish I did too. Because it's always me. Yeah. I have no idea how fucking people do that though. I have no idea how someone walks around and just like, my shit tastes so good. Does it? Does it? How do you believe? How? I was at a party and... There was a guy there. This was last year. And I was hanging out with him and my, my homie Holmes. I'd like to give a shout out to Maxi Max and the Steiner and Dunko. They're all there. That's a we great all, band. We all know this experience. It was great. We're called The Pit. No, we're called <laughs> Buffalo Ave. Um, but so we were at this party and we were we were like mingling with people. And this guy was talking about a movie that he just got released on Amazon. And we were like, that's awesome. Like, 
actually we were like that's so cool and he's like yeah you know it you know it was super oh. cool like bob yeah and so the more he talked about it the more it was like he obviously is like i had to settle for amazon it should be somewhere better like blah 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 and we're like oh uh-huh like okay cool and then he was talking about how proud he was of the budget and like all this stuff and how great <laughs> it turned out. Let me tell you guys something. And if this dude's listening, great. You know who you are. My friend call out Ari. She made a web series out of her own pocket. Didn't hit a fraction of this dude's budget and the production quality is better than this dude's movie on Amazon. Wow. White guys. Am I right? <laughs> and actually as a plug, Everyone should check out Friend Request. It's on YouTube. You can follow it on Instagram. It's a really funny story about this woman who moves to LA and is trying to meet people and make friends because it's hard to make friends in a big city unless you are a city boy, points to self, and that's all you fucking do. And it's really funny, and it really gets her voice across. It's really awesome. I subscribed to that today, and I think this is worth sharing is it made me extremely depressed. Hmm. Uh, uh, because you, you already said her name, Aerie, uh, is a social media mogul here in L.A., an amazing social media manager, and to my surprise, seasoned YouTuber. And it's my, it's, it's, I think it's, it's part of my fucking pride, but it was like, I thought I knew everything about this person. And then it's not like, oh, they, they go whitewater rafting on the weekends. It's, they are this. And this is what they are, and this is what they do, and they're so fucking humble about it that they're never gonna bring it up, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, like my fucking podcast, like, like, like that guy in the movie. I, I mean, when you started that story, I thought the the focus was gonna be about how when 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 people make it, how blasé they are about it. No, but that is what he was doing. Okay, it it was it was this irritation of like, mm, oh, but like whatever, it's just this, but. It's one thing to be excited about. I've told you so many times. But it's like how you're feeling with Spellslinger. It's like how you're feeling with the first issue. It's not a blasé like, oh, yeah, it was just this thing I did. It's a Maybe it's not a blasé thing. Maybe it's a like real lack of self-respect and it's depression of going like, it's really not that big a deal. Like, I know I said the word movie, but you don't know what I'm talking about. You're thinking of like 1917 and what, I'm, what I made is Cool Cat Saves mm. the Kids. And maybe they're just like trying to... Maybe. Hey, Liz, I'll I'll give you this because it might have just everyone presents things differently. They just don't know. But to me, it just I wasn't there. It's but but I would only say to me, it seemed that way, because if you and he and me all sat in a line and we all catch even later just say casually brought up our thing, there would be me who you could tell when I make something. I'm like, it's trash here. And you go. I did this thing and I think it's great and I hope you think it's great too. And then there's, I made this and really I should be making millions of dollars off of this. So, you know, we'll see. I've got it in like, you know, movie festivals and stuff. You'll probably see it around. It's, it's, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty great. I see. The Do you want to see some of it? Yeah. So that's the difference because correct me if I'm incorrect. I know for a second you were like, I'm that guy. <laughs> did you? The blasé guy? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that. Were you that. worried about that for a second? I was thinking about that with, um, um, yeah, with my podcast and a little bit with Spellslinger. No. About how, like, the way I've been talking about it. But 
No, because one of the things I I like about Gory Days, and I've told Kyle this and I've told the audience this before, is that like one of the things I like about it is because you genuinely like horror movies. It sounds like my friend Kyle telling me about horror movies. And yeah, maybe it helps that I know you. So I'm like, this is Kyle. This is Kyle showing his thing. But I feel like even when I got to know you, because man, when I first met you, I thought you were going to hate my guts, which is so funny that we're here right now. That is funny. But just based on... I remember our first talk about Steven Universe in the office, and I went, wow, he really liked Steven Universe, and I can't remember anything about it, and I'm going <laughs> to look like a fucking dick right now. And so I didn't say, I don't even know if you remember, I didn't say, I was like, mm-hmm, I, don't I love it, it's so cool. And you were like, and this, and that, and this is really cool, and I can't believe they have that in it, ooh, it's so good. And I was like, it's so good, it's so good. <laughs> And I was like, I wish I was excited about it like him. I didn't think you were being annoying about Steven Universe or anything. Or like when I have my rant about Final Fantasy VII Remake, which isn't happening now. But you can tell I'm obsessed and deranged. And like it's different because you seem happy about it. Yeah. The same way that when I make calls at work, I try to get myself as excited about it as possible. People notice the difference. Yeah. So it's... if thank you. If that dude, if you, if you out there... And I hope just from a human to human level, you're doing great. But if you're out there, dude, you didn't seem like you even <laughs> you seemed like you were excited to make money. And like, I get that. But also then stop talking about Who's after a while. Who's proud about the budget? Who dude, talks about that with a bunch of people I, at a party? That they just met, bro. I don't <laughs> know. But like, that's his life. Cool. Great. It's not my scene. No, I like the gory Ugh. days, and thank you for reminding me that the part that I like about it is why I've stopped taking guests and why I've done it just myself, because it it really is a platform for me to say what I think is cool in a, in a vacuum where no one can judge me. Yeah. And in fact, when I listen back to it, it, there's no one there's no one else. It's a pocket universe where I get to say, talk about something that I think is really cool for these specific reasons. And I noticed this and it makes me feel smart and it makes me feel important and it makes me feel like I matter to me. And I hope Aerie gets that from her web series. Cause oh. when I saw it, it like, I, I haven't watched a single video. I literally, she sent me on, on Instagram. I clicked the link and it goes to like, you know, the, the front page on the phone. You mm-hmm. can see like the, the banner and everything. And I was just like, oh my God. It's legit. I'm fuck, such a, right? I'm such a, like when, when, I, well, no, you know, maybe fun. that's what this episode is about is that this has been my entire life. I am so bad at accepting other people's creative efforts. If it is in even the same hemisphere of something that I claim to do or enjoy doing. And so I can I can appreciate someone juggling, like some crazy juggling act. Like, whoa, that's so crazy. That's so impressive. I'm never going to like feel like they're they're a threat to me or whatever. But like singers. I was a president of my acapella group for four years and for four years or uh, three years. And for three years, we went to the L.A. Acapella Festival at uh, UCLA and acapella groups from all over the world coming here from all over, like internationally coming to the L.A. Acapella Festival and stuff like that. And it would be so difficult for me to watch any other performance. I think, yeah, I think you talked about that before. Yeah, too. I mentioned that to you is that I, be, because 
it was hard for me to watch it, and it was especially hard for my fellow singers in the group that I was in charge of appreciate them and go like, wow, that was so cool. Because in my head, I would be going, really? You think this this is cool? We could be doing this shit if that's what we wanted to do. And right now, I'm hearing it. It's like, oh, we can do that. I just don't want to. I just don't want that for my group. But the truth is, I didn't. Well, I didn't want our group to be that. And I was happy with the group that we had. And it's reinforcing that problem I have where I, anytime somebody shows me something that they've done that is so, like children, fuck it, man. Child prodigy shit on YouTube. I cannot for one second, turn it off. I cannot watch it because, because I hate myself so much. I get that. Well, it's fun. It's funny because I was going to say that this is such another reflection of us and our key difference. But I like. I think it's interesting how when you see that, you go, "Well, fine. If you guys want to do that, we'll do this. We'll do better than them. Whatever." And if I were you, I'd be like, oh, "Okay, everyone's better than us. We need to go home. We're awful. We're completely awful. We should never have tried this. I'm not going to sing. I give up." It's funny how there's like this complete and and. There's a, I guess there's a path down the middle where it you is. just go, wow, good job. Now it, for our thing. No, that's it. It's it's both. It's, um, oh, you guys want to do that? No. And we're going to stay the path because what makes our group special is not choreography. It is the fact that we're just a bunch of guys, and that's what our school likes. Yeah, like if we're going to tour around the world, we can become BTK yeah. or whatever. But if we're going to... That's why there's so many genres to everything because it's always going to be a place for comedy, action, romance, drama, like whatever. Casual, it's, yeah. Yeah, every movie can't fucking be Avengers. Yeah, but I don't I don't like that about me. I don't like that I can't appreciate another person like like Bo Burnham. Well, I hate Bo Burnham. Because that was like the first thing that I thought I was going to do and be as a composer. I went to school... I have a degree in composition, um, in music with an emphasis of composition. And I thought I wanted to write Perry Green songs. Do you remember Perry? Is that his name? Perry Green? I, I don't know. Fuck, I can't remember his name anymore. But he did that. Do you like waffles? Yeah, we oh, like waffles. God, I... Chimpanzee riding on a Segway. Chimpanzee. All Fuck those. that. Oh, my God. I wanted to write those songs. Uh. I wanted to be a jingle writer. I wanted to write short, catchy, hilarious ditties. That would never leave your GD brain for months. Mm. And I did that for a little bit. And then Bo Burnham showed up. And it's not like he was the thing that made me stop. I obviously was never that gung-ho in doing it in the first place, apparently. But I still can't enjoy him because I hate myself so much. Well, I won't say anything about you hating yourself because as someone who also hates themselves, that's just a thing. And I wish you wouldn't. But I get it. I'm but, just saying that because the the, the well, alternative is irrational. Like, oh, I hate Bo Burnham. He's he's got all this talent. What an asshole! Like, clearly that is like yeah. if my grandpa said that, I would go, I would roll my eyes and go like, oh boy. So, what do you really think about yourself? Well, what what here, here's something I do want to at least throw on the uh, throw on the my nose hit the mic. But the thing <laughs> I want to throw on the table at least is because I've had people my entire life. I forget everything, and I've had people go like. Well, if it was important, you would remember it. Or if you want to say it, you'll know. And fuck you. No, I don't. No, I don't remember. Every day is a waking nightmare. So 
fuck that, and I'm sorry. No, it's I'm pointing three fingers at you, but guess what? You did want to do that. You were gung-ho about it. Fuck Bo Burnham, or whatever his name is. Yeah, Bo Burnham. Because you know what? He fucking jumped in, took your thunder up, didn't give you any, and then rode away. And you know what? Some people are like, okay, I will start growing my thunder again. And other people are like, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'm done with this. And both of those, I personally think, are totally understandable. I. It's in, why I can in, appreciate your like what you do, because I don't draw. Well, thank God. But <laughs> I feel like you would either be way better than me or you wouldn't want to talk to me. But I, I would like to say that I would encourage you to say that you did want to do it. However, especially if no one's encouraging you, then yeah, like f- drop. Good Lord. I, the shit I've dropped, the shit I've dropped. Dude, so many, so many shits. There's so many fucking instruments, music, fucking video game making types of art uh-huh. that I give up because I'm like, well, I guess I'll never be sculpting because fucking this guy. And to admit, I literally did not want to sculpt. So that's a bad example. But like with like, but like coding, coding video, and yeah. stuff like that, where I actually, I wanted to do that. But then I was like, oh, uh, well, this fucking guy codes way better than me. So I guess there's no position this well for me. So yeah, it's so freaking hard. And it's something that I've been dealing with my whole, like my whole creative life is seeing other people doing something. And instead, like, I feel, I know what my brain, I know what I, I, I say should, I know what my brain should do, but there's no expectations. It's me. It's all me. But what I wish my brain could do is learn from that, is watch somebody doing something that I already think I'm kind of good at and enjoy. And instead of see it as a threat, find the parts of it that I enjoy and can actually like make part of my right. Like you, you study it. Yeah. That's what I try to do with illustrators that I find threatening is I aggressively study their art. Oh, that must be so hard. It was for like four, five years maybe. It wasn't until two years ago that I got comfortable with it. So I've been trying for like seven years. Well, is it like like for me, like um, you can listen to Beethoven or Mozart. Obviously, you're never going to get to Beethoven or Mozart. So you can appreciate that and enjoy it. It's a masterpiece. No, that's so much like, mad. The middle stuff where it's like um, a composer living right now, today, one year older than me, composes like this Hans Zimmer epic. And Alex is going to piss you off. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. And he wants you to go to his party he's gonna piss you off oh i can't wait it's gonna happen he sounds like my old roommate my god dude i surrounded myself with people oh my god you're glutton for punishment i surrounded i i don't know why i was in that major in the first place but yeah i was surrounded by people who were doing what they like loved they lived music they breathed music they were all instrumentalists and they all had band geek jokes and they were just so into music and they loved music jokes and music humor and music references and they knew all the composers and shit and it made me feel and it made me feel so excluded for like so many different reasons because i think i mentioned it before my entire life my parents told me you have a gift you have a gift for music and you have a, a duty a responsibility to share that gift with the world and then suddenly when I'm forced to prove the technical skill of that gift, I, I, I'm i not getting praised. What's happening? 
why am I doing poorly? What's happening? I was told I had a gift. And so that's I'm surrounded by people who have actual skill. It's so it's so unfortunate that that's, that's the pedestal you started off on because it's... You can only go down. Uh, yeah. You can it's only unfair. go down. It's so unfair. Unless you're Justin Bieber. Yeah. Who gets discovered at some karaoke place. What kind of child is doing bar karaoke? I'm sorry. Someone whose parents are trying to make up for their lack of a life. But it's... it's and what kind of man, full-grown man, approaches no. a child after they sing, approaches a child's mother after they sing at a bar karaoke and says, Hi, I'm Usher. I'd like to sign your white Canadian child. Usher does. And it's... <laughs> it's uh, oh, Fuck. I hate Justin Bieber, too. What was I going to say? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I interrupted a couple of times. Um, I w- if it's not important, you'll remember it. Uh-huh. I'll kill you. I tried to subvert it. Uh-huh. It still hurt, though. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just fucking hate that idea of, like, if you wanted to do it, you'd fucking do it. No. No. Because if I, if I could, wa- I would. Yeah. If I, if I, if I, oh, so I guess I just don't want to finish school. I didn't want to put on my comic eight years earlier. I was just sitting there wanting to suffer. Yeah. No. You're I, on, fuck that. Why are you staying on fire? Why don't yeah. you just put yourself out? Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. It's the thing with the art is I, I finally found that line only with only with art of, of I hate you and this is spite and I appreciate what you're doing and this is really nice. And what that came from is this weird narrative I've placed where I'll see someone my age below. Oh, oh God. Started, oh, my God. And I'm like, wow. And every year. You are that- amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, and you're literally just going to keep getting better. And I can't catch up at this point. So then I give up, question mark. And I go, no, I will become you. I will be as good as your art. You won't even see it coming. And guess what? That day you realize it, you'll go, wow, he's so good. And I turn around and I go, yeah, thanks. And I fucking, I, I literally, the way I'm, th- God, there's like those such actors a way that, you that I was hear, like trying to think about, fuck. No worries. It's like those actors that you hear started acting at 40 and it's like, oh, they were an accountant for the first like 20 years of their career and then they just quit their accounting job and started acting and poof, they're Meryl Streep. And it's like, oh, isn't that yeah. interesting? Uh, you want to take a minute? No. one can always I, edit around it. One thing I do want to say. Keep it real. One thing I do want to say, though, is, is, is kind of tying back to my opening statement. What's funny, too, about the idea of like, oh, the the spell singers you one's out and it's only going to get better from here. Guess what? I was drawing bales of hay and I went, no, no, they have to be better than bales of hay. You could have drawn in issue one. This is awful. I haven't drawn bills of hay. What the fuck metric is that setting up for me? Or like church's hair. Guess what, guys? Insider creative tip. I fucking have war with her hair and is driving me nuts because I see it. I see it one way and it comes out three different ways. Don't look for it. You'll see it. I want it. to validate. You'll see it. It takes no time at all. I want to validate all of everything you're saying. Because I have no idea what it's like Ugh. on that side. The struggle sounds extremely real, and I believe you. And from my perspective, from my experience, I can't from where I'm sitting, <laughs> issue to issue within one graphic novel, I would not expect the art style to change too much. If in issue one, people are drawn like, you know, stick figures, and then in issue 12, it's photorealism. It 
would be jarring if that wasn't also somehow part of the narrative. Right. And so I want to validate what you're going through because I want you to improve and I want you to feel good about yourself. And the hay bales should be similar from issue to issue. They're not, <laughs> but there's no hay bales in issue one. What am I even getting upset about? There's nothing for me to draw better. It's just the hay bale. Who cares? No one's going to look at the fucking hay bale. You know what? That's, you know what? You know what, Kyle? Dude, it's the same way I, that I listen to my music. Like, I still listen to things I composed back in college, and I still am like, oh my God, I'm a fucking genius for that little chord progression. And oh, that little bass line that you literally cannot hear. I can hear it because I wrote it, and it's like, oh, yeah, that was cool under there. I got to turn my bass all the way up to be able to hear it because it's balanced so poorly. Like, that's something That's something about me that I do like is that when I finally can get around to actually making something, I am my own biggest fan, and I will listen to my own podcasts like over and over and over, just enjoying what I've done. I don't care how like masturbatory it is. I like it. You should be able to. The chefs eat their own food. That's a good point. Yeah. It's actually from a Donald Glover bit. But it's true. It is true. He was he made a joke about one of his friends giving me a hard time for listening to his own music in the car. And he's like, if if someone at a sandwich shop goes home and make a sandwich, their roommate isn't like getting a little conceited now, are we? <laughs> like no one no one cares except if it's like a creative endeavor, and then suddenly uh you have your own picture of something you drew on your phone. Wow. Yeah. Guess what, guys? I like the first cover of Spellslager. Fuck you. you it's should. on my phone. Fuck off. Yeah. <sighs> was there anything else we wanted to wrap up with? with this um, one? Yes. What was the theme for to, this one? <laughs> the theme I had originally intended, I guess, is to anyone who thinks that when the thing happens, it's okay. It might be. But also, if it isn't, that's totally normal. That's it. For I, you, yeah. For you, it's Spellslinger. For me, it's the gory days that even when you've done it and you're doing it and people are responding or not, but you like what you're doing and you still don't feel good about it. I mean, let me use my I statement. I made my podcast. I like the episodes that exist and I don't feel that happy and enthused about doing it. And I think that's when it's hardest and most important to push through and do it anyway. Cause the way you described it of like, you're practicing art exercises and stuff. I've heard writing described as that, that the difference between daydreaming and actually writing that I can outline like 50 stories and in my head, they're fully fleshed out like giant epics or, or perfect, like, succinct stories or perfectly structured things and i haven't written anything mm. it's all in my head the the actual writing is mechanical is the word that i've heard it is a mechanical drudge that writing the book itself having the outlines and having the chapters or having the like uh, uh pencils and everything i don't know i'm sorry i don't know art <laughs> but no but it, it is it's 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 like there's so many things I love about drawing, like people's expressions is one of the main things or just outfits or faces or shit like that. But there's so many backgrounds, extras, perspective shifts and shit that I don't like doing. And 
a lot of it, even even inking, which is literally my favorite part, even that becomes mechanical work that I'm like laying down from. But yeah. that's that's one of those things where I'm like, okay, it's the hardest do it. part. It's yeah. the hardest part because it's the it's the proof that wait, I was supposed to be doing what I love. Big air quotes. I'm not loving it now. What am I doing wrong? It's it's the hardest part, and that's the way that I've heard it described, specifically with writing. Is that, yeah, that's the mechanical drudge of you've got your great idea packed up and like, you know, tied to bungee cords and a giant fucking semi behind you. Now you gotta walk and pull the goddamn thing. And if that's what you really, really want, and if you really think you love doing this, then you gotta like prove it to yourself. Yeah. And, I it's, guess I'm trying to psych myself up in no, that moment. No, it's, it's fair. I think that there's a misconception that if you love something, it's either mostly fun or always fun. Yeah. And it's like, guys, I play video games that piss me off. Yeah. I oh, scream no. all the time I play video games. Guess what? I love it. But the, the thing that Or even makes football. Me, People scream at football, but they love but, it. But the, the football's stupid. But the thing <laughs> is that I love video games and I love drawing. And there's, there's many things that I love doing because despite the fact that it makes me angry or sad or it's hard, I'm willing to fight for that as opposed to writing novels. It pisses me off and I stop. Uh-huh. Scripts are way easier. What if too much of a good thing is a bad thing? Mm -hmm. If you are perfectly warm and safe and comfortable all the time, you invent new rubrics for discomfort and stuff because too much of a good thing is a bad thing. You become bored with the, with like the constant security blanket or whatever. So what if writing and drawing and creative endeavors when it's not fun is the full picture that life, just like Inside Out taught us, is not always one thing. It's happy and miserable and sad and nervous and excited. And it's just this wheel that's spinning all the time, all yeah. day. It's going through all of those randomly, like based on all kinds of stuff that's coming in. And so it's like when I don't want to do my podcast, that's the part of that pie that's that being sucks. expressed. It's like, yeah, that's the sucky part. They're all equal. It's just the wheel is here now and it needs to just like keep spinning. And it's up to you to remember that that wheel is like still spinning. Like a, like that's, a, like a, that's a much better way to say what I was trying to say. No, you gave me that epiphany that it's like, oh, what if hating the thing you love is still part of it? Is love. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. You explained it very accessibly. But that is, that is what I, I realized, especially with spell slinger is that like i would be fucking miserable and i'd be telling friends i couldn't hang out and i'd be pissed at myself but at the end of the day i was like no but this is like part of it and i love it and so i'm willing to go through that circle because i love that because it's what i signed up for like the full yes. deal yeah yeah and then maybe someday someone will actually appreciate it <laughs> who knows who knows who does knows? that matter i don't know i don't know yeah, yeah. Nice talking with you. You too. <laughs> Bye. Feeling it out.